Either sit on the sideline and watch us swim or jump in with us. Don't walk in, dive in that thing. Jump in all the way in. So it's your boy ET, sit or swim. And if you're gonna sit and watch me swim, don't get jealous. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelles. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What, 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 what's going on, y'all? What it do? And the good Dr. Douglas Thomas. What is going on, Dr. Thomas? Hey, I went out to go walk this morning, pray to my Lord Jesus Christ and Savior. I turned back around, it was 39 degrees. Mm. <laughs> I, I was waiting for. I was like, "Yo, you were out at thirty something." Oh, no, no, I turned back around. I told, told the Lord, "We're gonna have to have another. We're gonna have to do it another way. <laughs> gonna have to find another way to connect. <laughs> we're gonna have to find another way to connect." Oh. The thirty degrees. I can't do it. It's almost June, bro. I'm like, "Yo, this is, oh. bro. This don't make sense." Yeah, nah. Well, we'll, we'll be in the. This in don't the make 90s. sense. We shall be in the 90s, so you coming Today? down here this weekend, Ooh. though, right? E? Or no? No. What's this weekend? No. Uh, never mind. <laughs> no. I heard you were coming no. down here this weekend on Sunday. Uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, if it's that. Yeah, I'm coming for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Sunday in cool. and out. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Okay. That's how you I know wasn't you do thinking. too much traveling. I thought I was on break. Yeah, I thought I was on break for a while. Yeah, you are. Well, you you be, I just heard a rumor now. that you were coming down. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't, you didn't tell me directly. This came. Yeah, from but MOG, source. right? MOG. Mo yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, game changers. Right, right, right. So I'll be there. Yeah, yeah I'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll be know. there. Yeah. I don't mind putting up forty by myself, Doug. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know that. It wouldn't no, be no, the I'll first time. Uh, <laughs> it won't be the last. last. <laughs> it won't be the last. KD, you know what I'm saying? KD. That's why they call you KD. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, so yeah, no, nah, Carl, catch me up. What's going on, man? I, I don't, you know, I don't like to just jump right in, man. I gotta catch me up. Let me know what's man. going on. What we working with? See if y'all ready to do some podcasting today. You feel me? Just you feel a, me? Uh, amazing weekend, man. I'll, I'll, I'll just drop it out there. But we did the first, the first make real estate real um, program this weekend, and. I'm I'm sitting in the room blown away. Uh, first of all, let me say it like this. I think it's the first ETA program that ever went according to schedule. Like we actually had a schedule and it actually followed the schedule. We were supposed to be done at a certain time. It was done. And the hip hop preacher wasn't there to talk for three and a half hours. So uh, I think every, everything went. Um, but man, <laughs> when I just tell you just an amazing experience, man, Jamal, yeah, Jamal. I see, I don't know who Jamal was trying to fool. 
But that boy is a born motivator. Like he, man, oh, yeah. I, I can't explain to y'all. That boy, yeah, he turned that that whole that that event into like it's almost like if you're not like if you're not getting this, like something's wrong with you, like kind of thing. Like he just like made it so plain, so clear. I'm talking people was ready to run through the walls, then fix them and sell the house when it was done. Mm. But just mm. an amazing. Well, the weekend, people out there man. are listening, going, "Man, what are y'all even talking about?" I guess you. I don't even know. It's not even available to the public at large yet. But why don't you tell us quickly what was going on there? I was there. I came in for the day. You know, I was there yeah. for you know one one day and had to bounce out. But why don't you tell the people what was going on, just for them who uh, who, who don't know. Yep, so for for a long time, long time coming, man, we've been, of course, you guys heard Jamal on a podcast, um, you know, what, a year ago, and we've been working on just creating a system where people can learn, you know, that Jamal's been doing the real estate thing for like 20 plus years now, and mm -hmm. this weekend was like the, the culmination of our work over the last, well, his 20 years, but, you know, the last couple of years for us just putting it together, and we literally put a program together where you know you can come and learn firsthand from Jamal, like firsthand his system, his process, how he's done it, how real estate is not risky. You know what I mean? Like how he has you know these formulas that he uses <clears throat> to make sure each property is cash flowing, you know, gaining equity, that kind of stuff, man. And the first group of people actually, y'all, y'all keep y'all hairs to keep talking about these trips that y'all missing. But this first group was largely from Jamaica, the same group of people that went to Jamaica with us. Um, they were kind of like the pilot group that we did, our beta testing group, man. And when I just tell you, everybody walked away from there with their mind blown. I'm not going to go into too much of it, but let me just say you had you had every resource that Jamal has, you had access to that day and beyond. That That's literally the, ex the experience that people had. So all the resources that he's used to, you know, to do what he's done in the last couple of years, like he made that available to this group, man. I'm just telling you, it was hands down one of the best seminars, and you know, in that regard that I've ever been to. No, no, not to you know the ETA conferences. We killing them too, but in in terms of that kind of event, a real estate event, yeah, hands down, like nothing compared to it, man. You walked away with with every piece of information you know to go make this thing happen. Yeah, no question, man. So shout out to Jamal for making that happen. That was uh, I was there the first day, and I was just blown away by the information. And then I saw uh -huh. the second day, uh, you know, you guys hit the. Home Depot went out to some of uh, you know Jamal's property. Did y'all go to yeah. your property? Ah, uh, come on, that was the first stop. Jamal set me up, okay. man. The first stop. I'll be honest, and I kind of knew, dude. But you know, being real, and, and for those of you that were in Dallas or Chicago when I spoke about it, I literally got this second property the same week that my grandmother passed. So it was, uh, you know, it was that moment. I saw the property before, but this time coming back, it's almost mm -hmm. completely renovated, and. Dude, just walking into this property, and again, what I told Jamal put me on the spot, like, yo, Carl, how's it feel to be in here? And I got, you know, everybody looking at me. I'm like, yo, it's, <laughs> it, it, it was like I choked up for a quick second, and I was like, yo, like, my grandmother lives on. Like, that's what it mm. felt like for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. this property represents yep. her. Like, it's something that my grandkids, and I will make sure they know the name of this property. I don't care what the address is. Like, I named this property Sheila Hall. So my kids, when we talk about this property, will know, you know, Sheila Hall existed and this is, you know, part of the legacy that I'll allow to live on in our family forever, man. So just, yeah, yeah, huge no, weekend, Great stuff, man. man. Shout out to Jamal. It is not quite open to the public uh, just yet, but we'll definitely let you guys know when it is. But, um, yeah, no, just incredible stuff. E, what what you have going on, man? Well, I, talk to, can, we, can we get an update on the church? I know I've seen it. I know we haven't had mm. the official grand opening, but... Uh, 
You, you, the church is looking amazing. I've seen it on FaceTime a bunch. Talk, what, what's going on, Pastor? Tell us about it. Let me tell you something, <laughs> bro. I'm, I'm like, bro, it's like Carl said about the house. I'm just like, yeah, man. I'm just like, wow, God. You know what I'm saying? I built with an amazing team because I didn't, you know, really. I mean, I think a lot of us put in work when we was doing the demo. You know what I'm saying? That's easy. Everybody That's was going in with sledgehammers, <laughs> knocking walls down. That's you know, a little somebody, microcosm for life, too, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. No, for real, it's easy to tear down, A lot easier down, to tear it down than it yeah, is to build it back up. Build build up. up. I promise you. I had a gentleman who, I think he used to service the, um, the medical facility when they were there, like he does, you know, the sanitizing stuff, you know. And um, he was like, yo, unbelievable. He was like, yo, when I came in, I was looking for, I was looking for like eight feet uh, high ceilings. He was like, yo, y'all blew that joker out. And um, then Mike, my next door neighbor, came. And when you walk in, man, just the marble floors. Mm. It's unbelievable, bro. The marble floors, like them suckers is glistening when you come in. It's drip. Cause the kids are they say, real drip, marble drip, drip, or are they like, you know what I'm saying? Like tile no, them suckers. I, I'm going to be honest with you. My wife specifically said, don't build this like y'all build y'all house. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, put put the best stuff in God's house. I'm talking about upstairs. This a white marble upstairs. Man, well, we, I'm, I'm yeah, talking about the crib. We're going the, with the faux marble. Oh, yeah. I'm marble. talking about the thick <laughs> slab. Marble. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, yeah it's, it's unbelievable, man. And, and we had a, what was crazy is we had a wedding in there. It's not finished, finished, but it's like 85, 90%. But we had a wedding already scheduled. So it's like, Diddy was like, and guerrilla mode, like, yo, we, 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 we got a deadline, May mm. 4th. And so to have 200 plus people in there, man, the lights that Jamie got, man, it was just like, like, yo, I'm like, for real, I'm like, yo, if I die tomorrow, we built a church. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not, like you said, not inferior, like, like semi, look like wood. It's, it's, bro, Jamie got TVs. All over the place. Um, oh, it's beautiful. It's a one room is orange with the gray, and it's got they got the orange chairs for the kids and the green chairs for the kids. Some expensive stuff, bro. And uh, so yeah, man, it's just a great feeling to know, you know, that something will outlive you. And we've already been doing, you know, the um, assessment training. We've been training in there, and specifically because Diddy was like, "Well, your your space ain't finished yet. What you gonna do?" I'm like, "Nope." We're just going to go in this area because I want them to see excellence. But yeah, it blew my mind. Like I, I knew, when Didi and Moni was like, nope, we're not doing it with the eight feet, eight uh, feet uh, ceilings. We're not doing that. We're going to blow it out. I'm like, do y'all know how much more time that's going to put on this construction project? And it did. It probably took an additional six months, you know, because they decided to go that way. When I tell you it's well worth it, bro, like, bro, I'm, I'm hurt because... The wedding was like 200 plus. We, we almost was at capacity, only fit 400. And so I'm like, shoot, we didn't build too small. We got to blow, we got blow a, a wall out already. So no, great, great feeling. We've been going up there literally like a kid in the candy store. Didi and I have been up there every <laughs> single day for hours, just either helping clean up or like I said, training or just walking around like a couple of times in my office, like, or the, not my office, but the um, training center we'll have. 
I just been walking in that room back and forth, looking at the white marble floor. Like I always wanted to be able to uh, afford white marble floors. Because, you know, when you go to Florida or you go to California and you go to those nice homes, they got that nice, you know, marble floor. And I'm like, yo, we got a marble. We got marble in this building, bruh. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, no, I can't wait to see it when we're coming back for the. The grand opening in July. The grand. Yeah. The no, grand. I'm, I'm excited, man. I, uh, of course, you know, E had been taking me on tours via FaceTime, man. So I feel like I've seen it. But, of course, there's nothing Come like a long way, y'all, since, hey, since OSS, y'all. We come a oh, long man. way since that, long long that little office, bro. We're, we're borrowing, uh, who was it, Pastor Trice Church? Yep. Yeah, we had borrowed yep. his church and was like, hey, let, let us just slide in here before y'all. And uh, now to see the vision come to life, you know, full flow. Crazy, bro. Dope, man. Crazy. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, quick update. We haven't, we hadn't done our playoff update in a minute. Did y'all watch the game last night? Any of the game? I know you didn't, but Carl. I did the You'd be all, shocked. Man, I did. I fell asleep. Oh, oh wow. Did? I fell asleep. I, I watched the first half. See, fell asleep. I woke up. I did the ET. I woke up with three minutes to go in the, in, in mm. the fourth quarter. So I got the important parts of it. Yeah, yep. And uh of course, uh Portland, goodbye. Gone fishing. Uh Warriors running through them now. Looks like it's gonna be an uncontested chip. Another one, even without KD. And uh right. yeah, I don't know what it is, man, but I I don't wanna say they look better without KD, but something happening. Them boys look Let uh, me say this, real man. polished Let me say right this. now. I, you know, look, and I I'm not I'm not the basketball expert. You know, football is my, my game. But let me just be real, bro. I'm like, if people got amnesia or something, because I keep hearing all of this, they better without KD. They better without KD. They don't need KD. And I'm saying, okay, I feel you 100% against Portland. I get it. I ain't tripping. But may I remind you that they got KD because of LeBron James? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. People like forgetting this. You know what I'm saying? People forgetting that when LeBron was playing up against Golden State Warriors, when KD was, I'm sorry, when Kyrie and Love went out, he still, he still almost, I mean, he took them boys to the wire when, when them boys was hurt. When Kyrie and KD was healthy, he won the chip. You feel me? So I'm just like, yo, I'm confused why people are even having this conversation. Like LeBron ain't uh, well, in right now. Because I think more, it was more so Golden State got comfy. Don't get, don't get it twisted. They was up 3-1. Had 73 games. It was the best team in the league that year, won 73 games. I, I mean, I agree that they slipped, came right back and beat them in twice. And so now, like I'm saying, if they so happen but to win But the first one, though, no, the first one, though, they should have won. Cleveland should have won the first one. Kyrie got hurt and Love got hurt. They should have won that first one. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying that Cleveland is better than them. I'm just saying that don't get it twisted that Golden State wasn't running through people when LeBron was with Cleveland. It wasn't like they were sweeping LeBron. So that's why well, you not, need I KD. Mean, more than likely, you're not going to – LeBron good for two, three games on his own regardless. That's right. And that's yeah, what I'm saying. That. Huh? But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, don't forget the reason why KD came was because of LeBron. So the fact that LeBron is gone, yeah, you're going to run through the playoffs. But I'm just saying, people acting like they forgot why they asked KD to come on in the first place. It's because LeBron's a beast with Cleveland. So – I'm just saying that if LeBron end up, I'm sorry, if KD end up leaving and LeBron end up stacking a cup, and can I just say this, and see, no, I ain't no LeBron. Like, I ain't, I'm not against LeBron. I just grew up with a different style of basketball. But let's, let, let's just understand that 
LeBron only needed one other player to make it competitive. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he didn't need four other players that were good on his team to compete with Golden State. He needed one other dude that could run with him and then a couple of people that could come off the bench to make it competitive. So I'm just saying, like, let's not forget Bro, you why KD have a LeBron is with fan Golden session, State. Don't threaten me I, with a good time. I'm, oh, hey, no, no, I'm no, no, sitting no. here and see, like, whoa. I, you know, I'll go there with you. I'll join right in on this party. You, you ain't talking, <laughs> yeah. no, no. talking my no, language. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, as I'm watching it, everybody's like, KD, why is KD with Golden State? They don't need him. I'm like, hold up. Let, let's not get it twisted. If LeBron was still playing, you would definitely need KD but you would to be a make sure you can KD win. Right now, no. Let's just be real. If if you let's, oh, for, sure. for those of you not basketball fans, just in life, let's say you was on a team. I don't care what y'all was doing, anything, and you were a major part of the team, and the team was winning before you got there. Then you came on the team, y'all was still winning, and then you left the team for a little while, and they were still winning. You kind of think like, okay, maybe <laughs> my impact is not as great, or that the people oh, yeah. won't appreciate yeah. it. And here go the thing. I think that it does bother him, and so I do think he's going to leave. Now, LeBron went and won a chip with Miami. Everybody, okay, cool. And then he went back and he won you know, one with Cleveland. And I'll tell you what, his one with Cleveland is worth 40 of the Miami one. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. KD now, all right, cool. These was cool. These was fun. But now you need to go somewhere else and win because I do think KD is the second best player in the world besides LeBron when he's fully healthy. And LeBron, okay, Absolutely. is a little older and he may be, you know, ready to do movies and all of that. And, you know, I don't know. It could be on a downward slope. I'm not going to say that till I see it. But right, I do think right. KD is probably like, okay, um, I got these chips. They they cool. But now I need to go get the, the chip, you know, that kind of solidifies. Mm. And I'll be honest, as big a LeBron fan as I am, when he won him with Miami, it did not feel... Like complete, but then when he got no that one with Cleveland, asked. I was like, okay, there's the one. You okay, got, you got one. So what are you saying? So you saying KD need to go back to the Thunder? Is that what you saying? Uh, <laughs> I would actually love that, um, uh, just from a fan standpoint. Uh, but I think he's going to okay. go to New York with Kyrie. I don't know if that's enough to win it all, but uh, they. I hope. Well, hopefully they can build some pieces because I know New York was salty. They thought they was getting Zion, and. Uh, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. I'm just so. gonna say this though, bro. If it and again, we're not basketball, but to see Jamal, you know, what I'm saying, and his, you know, glory to see, you know, um, you know, when we was doing the conference last year, you know, Josh doing his thing, especially when we were in Utah, you know, we did the podcast and brought the two of them on um, to see. You know, the verified conference. Oh, yeah, we're we told about to shine. We yeah, you know what up. I'm saying? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sitting there going, I feel less. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like my impact is my impact. You feel what I'm saying? Like, what Jamal does and blow the whole frame out of real estate and help people to make money in a way that I couldn't help them, I don't feel bad. I, I, I know that my impact was my impact. Like, what I bring to the table is what I bring to the table. And I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, got to go all but you, Here's up. the difference, though. Here's the difference. You also won chips before. So you're Curry in this situation. Right. You know what I'm you saying? You got us here. Yep. Yeah. And all of them won chips in their own arena before coming here. So it's like mm -hmm. everybody, nobody, the egos are not there because everybody had won. Think about it. Kyrie, I mean, um, Curry, Draymond, and them boys, Clay, they had already won. KD, the only one who was not a champion entering the frame. 
So he kind of came on and got his. So in this situation, of course, Curry ain't mad if KD come on and they win another chip because nobody's saying, oh, you couldn't have won one without KD because he already did. Mm, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, it does, but I'm just saying, to me, I don't think – I just don't think uh, Maul going to be feeling some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Even though Again, Maul, Maul already won the chip, yeah. though. Yeah, he Maul already was won. already a champion. Yeah, yeah. Maul was coming. Maul, I'm yeah, just, Maul uh, built that light way before he met us. So did Josh. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. the difference. I think, you know, KD was coming over from you had gotten beat, though. You know what I mean? You wasn't that guy like that. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I, don't, I told y'all at the beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year, anybody who would listen, uh, the Warriors going to win. So, uh, Clear. Oh, yeah. All this, yeah. clear. All this yeah. is just a formality at this point. I don't yeah. see yeah. the East, uh, Kawhi, Greek Freak. I love both of them, but uh, you're, not, you're not beating the Warriors. It's just you don't stand a chance. It's uh-huh. a team. It's a team. And anybody out there listening to us, become a part of a team, y'all. Like, I just believe it all my heart. I don't care how sweet one man is, one woman is. If you sweet by yourself, you're only going to go so far. If you are, like C always say, good, on a great team, you got a much better chance, you know what I'm saying, of having a dynasty. Yep, and shout out to the uh, Spartan dog, Draymond Green, who's just been oh, dominating no doubt. the playoffs. Killing I him. thought it was interesting, yeah. I don't know if y'all saw it, that he said he, he hasn't been doing as much fighting with the refs and all of that, and uh, he seemed to have locked in and just gotten more yeah. you know, focused on the game. But man, I tell you, he's been the best player on the court in this series, and it's been uh, incredible to watch because for whatever reason, like the regular season is not really his time to shine, but as soon as the playoffs come around, all of a sudden here come triple doubles. Here come you know he, him playing point guard and just going crazy. So uh, shout out to the Spartan Nation. You know to see uh, Draymond out there repping is pretty dope. So Carl, what are you about to say, Carl? Come on now. Oh uh, no, yeah, I, I was fighting with the gorilla. He ain't even hear, heard me. No, no, I was saying the deep thing for me, e, just to what you said. If you listen to the interviews that they said. Everybody talked about team. Every single buddy talked about team. It wasn't mattering. Like, I watched the, the end of it where they got the little Western Conference trophy or whatever, and I think it was Clay that got up. He was like, yo, like, you call whichever name you want. Like, everybody contributed to this win. Like, it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like this star-studded thing. Like, every, every person that touched the floor, they did something important. Like, I'm talking about Draymond hit that three at the end. Like, Draymond, and not necessarily scoring. But everybody did something important to contribute to that that win. So it was just huge. When you talk about a team and everybody playing their role, like Draymond ain't trying to go score every bucket. What he's doing is pushing the tempo of the game, and that's throwing uh, Portland all the way off. They can't keep up. They're, they're still backing back. You know what I'm saying? So just to, to people listening, like, yo, play your part of the game and play well. You don't have to be the yeah, top scorer. You don't have to be, yeah, yeah whatever. Just play your yeah. part to hey, the Carl, best of your ability. let me draw the connections between the sports and the – you know what I'm saying? Topic. You know what I'm saying? Now you out your lane trying to tell people how to stay in their lane. You know what I'm saying? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, the irony, E. The irony. You know what I'm saying? Girl trying to draw, you know what I'm saying? Get deep on me. He was that's doing my his thing, job. though. While telling people to stay in their own lane. Girl, I'm done with you, bro. I was about to make that comparison. Contrast. Uh, you know did y'all see so, where did y'all see where Draymond said though that his son you know, one of the things that contributed as well, he was watching his son play ball and his son would shoot and then fl- flop. You know what I'm saying? And Draymond was, <laughs> right, right. you know, according to the meme, was just like, whoa, he's flopping. So Draymond was like, yo, my son's watching me. Let, let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want him to mm. think that's the game. Let me go out here and make my move. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So 
Yeah, so I think that, I don't know if y'all saw that, but I saw that meme uh, earlier, and I thought that was like, wow, that's deep, that his son, yeah. you know, yeah. um, you know, contributed to him saying, exactly. all right, let me get out here and and, and, yeah. and switch my game. And up. to so those of out. you listening, your kids watching you as you complaining, oh. yeah. you see, that's how it's really done. You feel me? <laughs> hey, no, no, don't cry. See, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Show Carl how it's really, how you segue that thing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, on a serious tip, I ran for time. It's going to be a long podcast, Carl. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I can tell. Hey, y'all know ran for time. I was talking to them. They were there this weekend, and they said that they'd do a game with their kids. And I'm like, yo, this is genius. They do a game with their kids. Where they just kind of like, instead of asking your kids, like, what you think about the family and all that, like, yo, let's imitate each other. Like, mm. you you pretend to be me. Like, let's just play uh -oh. the game. Like, we'll guess who, you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah, I don't want to play that other. game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about but, to say. Hey, <laughs> when, when I tell you, like, I literally came home and did it yesterday. And when I tell you, like, again, your kids are watching. For me, Jesse was like, the computer is up. And she was pretending to be typing on the computer. Mm. Jordan was like, I'm on the phone. And I'm just like, not in a, you know, not knocking me, but like, yo, they're watching you and you got to be real careful exactly what you're doing because they're seeing, they're watching your actions. They ain't hearing what you're saying. Yeah. They're seeing your actions. I know that's right. So it's just, uh, that's real. Yeah, wow. Yeah, well, I'm, who going to uh, act like Avery is the question. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to see. She told me, I told, uh, I think I was telling Didi the other day, so they, so mind you, they have like a little crawl space. I don't even know. It's like a little small door in like the closet in their room. And I don't know how, but some kind of way they got the door open, even though there's like a bunch of stuff in front of it. And we're crawling back in the little crawl space. And then all of them came out, but they were like, I guess like the insulation, they stood up and was like, you know, the insulation got stuck to their body. So they were itching like crazy. So Sydney, my niece, and Trey come down the stairs. They both itching like crazy with yellow stuff all over their body. Avery comes down just in her drawers talking about, I told him not to go in there. I told him not to go in there. <laughs> Mind you, she more covered with insulation than they are. She got yellow stuff all over her body. So I'm sitting there. I look at her. I'll say, Avery, come here. I said, if you told them not to go in there, why did you go in there? And she looked at me, ignoring me. I said, now I'm trying to be stern, right? Because my wife is always on me because I can't be stern enough with Avery. I said, Avery, you need to tell your daddy, why did you go in there if you knew you weren't supposed to go in there? She looked me dead in my face and said, you smell like a girl, daddy, and just walked away. What? I was like, yo, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> no, she literally was like, you smell like a girl, and just walked away. I looked at Candace, I was like, yo, help me. What am I supposed to wow. do in this situation? Candace was just like, yo, I got her. She ran off. I was like, yo. So anyway, uh, if somebody got to act like Avery, it is, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be in trouble around this joint. We're in trouble, little girl. She's been here before. She's been here before. That's wow. all I'm saying. Um, let's move on to a fair file, man. I got a fair file. I was, uh, and this is, a, I think, a, a decent fair file. Um, I was on the airplane, and uh, we fly a lot, so I got some decent mileage, and uh, ended, ended up in ETC up in 2B hey, on, on the plane. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, and, uh, yeah, exactly. So, you know, feeling myself, you know, got a nice little coffee before everybody sat down. Uh, nice uh, flight attendant, you know, a gentleman, uh, you know, attentive to everybody in first class, the whole nine. So, um, Ian, you can help me out with this because I don't fly first as much as you. 
but uh, he, he, he wrote me a note on my napkin. Um, it was a long note. It was basically saying, uh, Mr. Quinney. Handwritten? Handwritten. Yeah, handwritten. Mm. I, he didn't type it up. <laughs> Email it to me. <laughs> he just typed it up. It was on the napkin. And he wrote a handwritten on a napkin. Know, thing wow. that just said, hey, Mr. Quinney, you know, thank you so much for flying Delta. You are, you know, appreciated. You know, it's been a pleasure serving you on the flight. You know, the whole night. So I was like, oh, okay, that's different. You know, I'm I'm not used to getting handwritten notes on the plane or whatever. And um, about five minutes later, Carl, they came through uh, collecting trash. I was done with my drink, and uh, I, 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 I balled the napkin up, stuck it in the cup, <laughs> tossed it in the trash. <laughs> and he looked at me kind of like, wow. Like, yo, I, I put a jerk. lot of effort into the... <laughs> but I didn't know, Carl, I was confused. I was like... Am I supposed to keep the hat? I'm like, do I frame it? I'm like, bro, I'm about to get off the plane and go do what I got to do. Uh, like, it was a nice sentiment. I thanked him, but I balled the napkin up, tossed it in the uh, coffee cup, and just threw the cup away. So, am I fair or foul for throwing Planet the napkin of the apes, away? Carl. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I didn't, bro, I promise you. Planet I didn't of think the there was apes. nothing wrong until I saw his face. And he must have been a flamingo because he looked at me as if like, yo, I, he I was, put if he's some a time and thought into that note. And yeah. I don't know. I I felt bad afterwards, though. E, does that count for anything? I did feel Let once I say. tossed it and saw his <laughs> face. Uh, I did uh, that, feel kind of bad. That like, goes shoot, a long I probably could have yeah. put that in my pocket. Yeah. Hey, did you take a picture of it? I did not, Carl. I, I did mm. not. I, I did not. That, what would I take a picture foul. of it for? That is foul. If you took a picture of it, then at least you you you, you acknowledge my man's sentiment. Yeah, you could have shown uh, well, him that you I took mean, a picture of it. And, and do what with the picture? Ah, uh, just keep it Read in the records. Read it later? It, it wasn't like... Just keep it in the records. Hey, what you do with a birthday prolific. card? What you do with a birthday card? Oh, I throw those away quickly. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> you go through my trash, bro. I'm talking about the, the second I open it. I don't even understand what the purpose of the card is. I'm like, look, save your money. Cards expensive these days. Cards more expensive than the gift. I'm like, look, you could just text me. You know what I'm saying? Just text me something and I'm good to go. But yeah, no, Carl, I don't say those either. So um, I'm not sure. Is that y'all save? Hold on. Y'all save birthday cards? Yeah, I save my cards. Oh, no. Stop. See, cards you know me. Back in the I'm, I'm throwing them away as fast as you are. He don't even know where his degree is. He talking about he got to <laughs> know where his birthday cards are. The cards are the same way the degree is. We keep them under the, it's a box under under the bed, and we just, I put them in there. So I do go back from time to time to read. Like my mom oh, might have gave me a card. <laughs> you feel I know like, you lying. E, I'm not you lying. go back and read your the, birthday a, cards, the, the, Yes, I'm gonna take a picture of the cards and we'll put them up on S2S. We'll put them Let on me S2S. come to your house on a Tuesday and find out you just sitting on the side of the bed reading old birthday cards. And I don't feel I don't feel bad about it. Didi uh -huh. has written me stuff from years ago, anniversary cards, just different things, and I'll reminisce the kids' Father's Day cards. I'll just uh, the other day I was looking at a Father's Day card, just you know going through it, checking it out. So I do go back. Through cards, and so that's why you know my man <laughs> wrote it to you, and then you just disrespected and threw it away. Now I asked Carl because I did get a card on the other day, but you could tell it was one of those. Wait, did you get a card or a napkin? 
So I got a card. <laughs> they gave me a card, the Delta one, and it was like, you know. Yeah, he um, always had to one-up somebody. Now they didn't give him no card. I, and I'm just saying, saying I got the napkin. He, it's the same no, thing. No, I'm glad I threw it away now. My man didn't give me no card. I'm glad I threw hey, the napkin hey, away. E, and I was going to say that, E, because I was going to say the napkin did throw me off a little bit, see, because I've seen the cards. That's for all even the medallion better. people, they get a card, yeah, see, they be the, having cards. The napkin cards. is better, though. Oh, you got to be diamond, like, huh? Because I'm, I'm platinum. I ain't get the card. Mm. Uh, I, I guess you got to be diamond to get that. I looked out, though. The napkin is, I, I really honor you flying with us, and I'm going to take the napkin, and I'm going to write on the napkin. So I got a card that was just like, for the next million miles. Like, thank you for being a million miler. Hope, mm. You know, this to the next million and beyond. So it's a nice little car. I brought it home, Carl. I brought it to the crib. I kept it. I thought it was like, you know, this, is, <laughs> this is monumental. And I actually, I actually was wanted to reach out to see, but it's like, it's worthless. I wanted to reach out to see and be like, yo, when people are in BU or they come to like 10 conferences or something, we probably need to do the same thing and just thank them for coming today fifth or sixth conference. Then I was like, you know what? Don't even call. It, don't, don't call. <laughs> hey, come, man, I hate to be the, like, I hope, so Carl, you keep your cards too and read back through? No, 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 no. See, you know me, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a neat freak. I see it, I read it, and I, well, here's what I'll do. Okay, but you read it though. You do read it. But you do read oh, it's it. The trash. You no, do no, read I would it. say if Tamisha's name on it, I'll leave it on the counter for maybe a, a little day or so. Beautiful. But I, it's going to the trash. Beautiful. It's going to the trash. Thank you. I mean, wow. come on, this man. So, I, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I got uh, a million cards, a million, and even. And now, what are you doing with Jordan's uh, school projects? Oh, let me tell you something. I'm throwing them away too. Oh, don't My mother say trying it. to get them oh, before. Don't me. say it. Say it ain't <laughs> so. Them away too. Uh, I'm surrounded by the two of the most insensitive human beings on the planet Earth. It's too many, uh, E. Wow. e. No, nah, it's not what you used to, E. Jalen had one like per, per semester right. or something. They got them every weekend, bro. It's too many. Okay, they got them every weekend. Oh, okay. bro. Yeah, no, it's too uh, many. Seven a day from Avery yeah, and Seriously. Trey. Yeah, no, I just got me a little uh, bonfire in the back. <laughs> I, I scorched them up. I said, look here, I appreciate it. We're going to keep the ones y'all do for Christmas. This you know podcast is brought to you by Hallmark. <laughs> Lord have mercy. In Delta, come fly to friendly skies. Oh, um, yeah, no, I can't do it, Carl. I'm, I'm with you. It just, look, it starts to take over your house, man. I'm like, wow. Yeah, no, like, seriously. Yeah. So but, but every once in a while, I, I'll see somebody like uh, who has like all their stuff from when they were a kid. Like Jamal mm. family, they like Maul has scrapbooks. He got every little award, everything yeah, he ever had no from question. the beginning of time. Wow! And I'm like, oh, okay, y'all do that. Like we, yeah, we're not into that. I probably got it from my parents. They, we not big like on memorabilia. We got a few little things here and there, but it's like, okay, we not, yeah, we're not gonna celebrate every little thing you do. So. Um, all right, cool. Uh, e, where would you like to begin, my friend? I have a few things, but I, I, I would like to defer to uh, age over beauty. I'd like to. I'm, I'm, right now, I'm actually looking for my cards so I can put, <laughs> take a video of them. You feel me? I'm oh, literally yeah, under my sure. bed hey, right now. Go to the uh, S2S podcast page. And, Please. Uh, e will upload all of his cards from his first birthday to his 49th. <laughs> Maybe oh, one yes. of these cards might be yours. Just look out for your card that you get each saying, no years ago. I'm just saying. Hey, so here's what I want to talk about. So I had a couple people, you know, reach out to me. And uh, some people had mixed emotions. But I did a, uh, I'm doing a new series. Um, 
thought I'd never do this before, but you know, Nikki and I are talking and she's like, yo, E, we're not doing TGIM right now. So, you know, content is important. So I was like, all right, no problem. So I started doing Facebook Live at the airport, right? So I did it, you know, once, I should say I did it once. I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like I did it multiple times. And I can't even say that I'll continue to do it, but I did do it this one time, right? Just to kind of get a feel for Nikki, is it uh, adding value or not? So uh, it was kind of, you know, a couple people, mixed emotions. Most of them was on my side, but you always get a couple people who, you know what I'm saying, take stuff to, I'd like to say you took it the wrong way. But I was talking about my interaction with Les Brown, see? And I was just talking about the fact that, you know, while it was a great conversation, he spoke to me. You know, I know Carl remember, but after I got the call, I flew to Orlando. We rented out. First of all, we paid for our own flights, right? We bought the hotel room, got a nice little suite so um, he could, you know, uh, we could do an interview right there. And, and, and let's do when I tell y'all, guys, we weren't where we are now. Let me just say that. So it wasn't like buying a, two plane tickets and getting a hotel room was like easy back in those days, you know, but we made the investment, you know, I'm sitting down talking to Les. And of course, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, the, what he said to me, like, yo, I was number one in the world, you know, African-American, first real African-American, whatever, Ian, you have what it takes to be the second one. And so I was just telling him, see, like a lot of people get caught up on like the prophetic. And I don't mean to disrespect, you know, Christianity or Christian language, right? But it's like, it's the prophetic. Like everybody's like, you know, it's like they told me that 2019 was going to be the best year that I've ever seen and whatever. And I'm like, I did. I got the prophetic word from, from Les. I said, but the reality was it wasn't the prophetic word that activated where we are right now. It was the prophetic work. You feel me? It wasn't what he said to me. It was what I did after what he said to me. So for a lot of people, you know, people was like, oh, so E, you trying to disrespect the prophetic? You know, I'm like, yo, I'm not definitely not trying to disrespect the prophetic, but I just don't think it's one and done. I don't think just because somebody told you you're going to grow up and be a surgeon that you don't got to go to uh, me medical school now. You feel me? It's just like you're going to be a great surgeon. OK, cool. And I can't tell you how many young people see I've run into in my life. And, you know, some of them, I'm not going to call names, but people who they tell you that they pastor or somebody, you know, that they looked up to or mentor told them that they were going to grow up and be whatever. And I'm not I'm not, I'm not refuting that. I'm not saying that that's, that is not valid. But what I am saying, the prophetic word without the prophetic work is useless. Right. So here's what I said that people really took offense to. I said and you guys are my witness. I never call Les Brown. I have never called Les Brown. Ever. Now, that doesn't mean I don't talk to Les Brown, but Les Brown calls me. And so because of who he is and who I am and I respect who he is, I'm just not going to use his number, C because I got it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was just saying, like, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm not trying to be friends with Les Brown. That wasn't why he called me. He didn't call me so we could be homies. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have a relationship. I just didn't see it where it's like, I'm going to call him just, yo, Les, what you doing today? Yo, Les, what's going on? No, I see it as a mentor. And when I need information as it relates to my profession, I need to pick up the phone and call my man. But I also said that I never called him because I wanted to do what he told me to do more than I wanted to talk to him. 
And I just feel like sometimes when it comes to, you know, people like us, people want to talk to us, see more than they want to do what we tell them to do, if that makes sense. Like they get a high off meeting with us, a high off calling us, a high off saying um, like, you know, I don't know if you ever had this experience, but like somebody will text you or somebody will uh, DM you and you DM them back and then they take a picture of it and put it up for the world. I'm not saying that you evil for that, but I'm saying some of y'all get more of a high off of taking a pic that he yeah, responded to me. I see people do that. I'm like, did you ask for permission? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure. Nobody does that to me because I'm not famous enough, but I do, <laughs> I do understand what you're talking about. I, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but you took more interest and more enthusiastic about posting what I responded to you than doing what I told you to do. And just for me, there was like, so E, you saying I can't never call somebody that I look up to? And that's not what I was saying. I was saying that as it relates to Les Brown, the relationship of getting information and knowledge from him and taking the knowledge that he gave me and becoming number one in the world because I did what he told me to do, to me, it was more valuable than me taking pics and every, come on, like every month. And I see this too, and I could be wrong, but you take a picture with somebody, see, and they turn it into a meme every week. They got a meme with you and them, and they quote. And I'm like, bruh, what, what, what's, what, what are you, what's more important to you? Saying that you know me and you have a relationship with me? Or doing what I told you to do? And so for me and Les, I didn't put the pick up because, and I don't be putting picks up for me and Les and doing memes, not because I don't love Les or respect Les, but I respect more the information he gave me in that room. Now, of course, Carl was in there videoing. There was a point where we weren't recording a videoing, so Carl was in the room. But when I say I was in the room with Les alone and I wasn't interested in the world knowing what we talked about, I wasn't interested in the world seeing pics of me with him. I was more interested in doing the work that he assigned me to do. And as a result of doing the work that he assigned me to do, being that he was a guru and he knew what he was talking about, I believe that's how I became number one. Not my association with Les didn't make me number one, but I haven't even shared the stage with Les. And you will hear people say, E, I want to share the stage with you. I'm not mad at you. I never, ha I never was like, I'm going to be on the same stage as Les Brown one day. I wasn't interested in being on stage with Les. I was interested in doing what the guru told me to do. That was more important to me than anything else. And I think I've made Les proud. Not because we've shared the stage and we haven't. Not because I call him every week because I don't. But I think Les Brown is proud of me because what he told me to do in that room, I actually did what he told me to do. And I got the results that he told me I would get. Well, that's because, uh, well, first of all, let me, before I put my two cents in, what, where, where was the controversial part? I'm sorry. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, the, the, I'm the, hearing the, it through the, gorilla the, lens. Like, what in the world? I'm trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out which part was... You know what I'm saying? People were yeah, so, uh, heard so, about. So, so, so one part is, oh, so you can't call? You know what I'm saying? Like, is something wrong to be in contact with your mentor or whatever you want to call it? Right, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Is it is it wrong to say you want to share the stage with, you okay. know, it, like that kind of part? You know what I'm saying? Like, E, I think he was going overboard. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I feel you. But I don't feel like I went overboard because I felt like because I was fanatical in that, I was doing what he told me to do versus sharing with the world that I know Les Brown and bragging about I got a relationship with him, I was more concerned about doing the assignment that I was assigned to do.
Well, and here's the problem, you know, with with that and the reason that maybe some people were tight because most of us don't want don't want to hear uh, information or advice that doesn't filter correctly through our own lens. Like it, it like people want to hear what they want to hear. Like so we never want to hear like, oh, okay, you're gonna have to actually put in some work, you're gonna have to switch some things up. Because that's the hard part, right? You gotta actually stretch yourself to do that. So if I can act like you my mentor and I can act like, you know, us getting these picks off and you know me being in your circle is something and just go back and not apply anything, then I get the same praise and reward from the outside world as if I actually put in the work. Does that make sense? Yep. I think I think in my eyes that can be the drug, and I don't know, man. That the 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 social media, you know, that you know, drug is is powerful, man. And in some kind of way, man, people get the confused between like what's actual work and what looks like work. And I think that is, uh, man, I really do hope for you know, and I, I got love for my millennials. It's like, man, you you get you you get so caught up in looking busy. And acting big time that you forget to actually be those things. So I think um, you know it's probably just a societal thing at this point. We didn't, you didn't come from that generation. You know what I mean? You didn't come from where like if you met Michael Jordan, it was like, oh, okay, you took. A, if you were so happened to get a pick miraculously and got it developed from the uh, pharmacy, right. you know, right. two weeks later, right. you, you, you might have showed right. your cool homies, and then you put it back in the right. scrapbook, and you was out. You couldn't necessarily like finesse that into anything mm. you know and now people can finesse associations into something so if i show you me with this person it makes you look at me different and hopefully it creates opportunities but um i think that's the scary part of it so maybe it's just a generational thing mm. yeah that's yeah. a good point but see? i'm saying be real though like what does it what does it produce though like to say you were with somebody does uh, it really dopamine. make you a better speaker? I was going to say a temporary high. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a temporary high. That's what it a does. A temporary yeah. high. No, I mean that yeah. because um, yeah. it, it is, you, you know, you get the likes, you get the comments like, yo, you know, you see people even, you know, who will put like, you know, they'll find a celebrity in the airport and just be like, man, just so happy to be building with my man Denzel. Right. Washington. Right. Like, like, right, you build it. Y'all build it? Y'all build it or you took a picture? Right, right. And I think that's the problem. See, like, that's lying. You feel me? Like, you're being manipulative. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not the truth. You didn't, you're not in, like, Denzel's not your acting coach. Or he didn't give you no tips on acting. You saw my man in the airport and took a picture with him. And he, Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay, so is it, okay, so it's okay. You met um, Denzel May um, May 13th. Is it okay, see, every month though, to re-put up the pick with Denzel and act like he was with him um, on June 13th and put another little uh is it worth for that alcoholic to go back and get that same feeling again? Absolutely for it them. Is. It's it worth is. it. You know it what I'm is. saying? You're right. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna, that high. Like she said, that's it's the, a drug. See, but that's but see, that is, I'm trying to tell y'all, man, that's the social. Like, I thank God, because I'm not perfect, right? And and who knows? But I thank God that social media wasn't popping when we were trying to build Oh, uh, for sure. Like, I really yeah, do. That's real. Because I'm like, man, we, I, I, maybe not E, but I may have felt pressured to try to be something that we weren't. You know what I mean? Because it's so much pressure to, like, look like you balling or look like you got all these things together. And I'm telling you, it takes the place of actual work. So let me take you guys back. 
when we were sitting in the office and trying to figure things out and going around and getting paid, you know, out of the vending machine and, you know, all riding in East Suburban, which Carl crashed up that we never <laughs> even got fixed and, you know, riding to these Never got it and, fixed. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, when we, when we were doing huh? all of those things, had we also had to put on a facade as if it wasn't that, it's like a whole nother job. And so yeah. what happens is you take your eyes off of what's actually important. So we were actually just faithful over the few opportunities that we had. Yeah, it might have been $200 for the three of us to split and we got to go to a school for six straight hours. But that was okay because we didn't have to answer to the world of exactly how much money we had or exactly how many cars we had or what our lifestyle looked like or what kind of jeans we had on or if we had on the right tennis shoes or if I had to post a pic. So I didn't have, so I, I never felt that outside pressure of maybe family, but now think about these people today. You got family watching. You got your friends who you graduated from high school with 20 years ago who don't who you ain't talked to in 20 years, who you still trying to impress, and you got to make it look like your vacations are the best. You got to make it look like your, your job is the best, your marriage is the best. That's a lot of outside pressure instead of making sure your marriage actually is the best. And so I just want to focus on me I want to focus on business. I want to focus on my my team, the staff, you know, my family, and actually put the work into that. And then, I, is, am I saying social media is is terrible? No, because those of us who just let it be a reflection of our lives, who, who genuinely genuinely just want to share with the world what we're doing, I think is cool. But I think the the pressure now, and I think the the you know the job aspect of it because don't get it twisted if you're on social media for two three hours a day it's a job like you, it's a whether you job. like looking at other people's stuff or posting your own stuff it turns into a job and i just thank god that when we were in those what people would consider dark days i would never say that it was dark because i had a lot of fun during that time and it was actually fun building and creating and seeing something that you build come to life so to your point e we didn't have we wouldn't have to post a picture from two months ago because hopefully we created a new picture two months later and something else to post because we're constantly in building mode. But people get so caught up in making it look like that. So guess what? If I don't have another moment, I got to still make it look like that. So let me throw up that throwback Thursday, one Thursday later of me and Denzel again. And so hey, I'm did just see. Yeah, go for it. I'm sorry. Uh, I was saying, did y'all see Jers post? I'm, I'm sure y'all saw it. Jers, our boy David Shans, he put a post up that I was just like, whoa. He said, what if your followers could see you between your last yes, two Carl, posts? Yes, Carl, Would they that. still follow yes, you? I, I was saw like, that, okay, Carl. shut, shut yes. social media down. Yes. But that, that's just as real as it gets. Like, your last two posts, just what, whatever you did between them last two posts, would they still follow you if they could see it? And for, see to what you're saying, for us, yes. We, we could post New City Academy. Oh, I drove by there the other day, by the way, and I saw it closed down. I didn't even know. That was hurt. I, I was hurt. That was like one of the first schools that we went to Man, right from the office at Michigan State. 100%. I'm talking about New City, New City Academy. We could post that. Yep. Then we could go back and post Sexton. You know what I'm saying? Like an hour later, mm -hmm. we could go back and mm -hmm. post somebody. You see what I'm saying? So the, the question to everybody that's posting and doing that, like, yo, for real, can you substantiate it by showing what you did between them last two posts? Just give me a random photo with you not scripted, not planned, not with a celebrity, not with, you know, your best life, and see if you still got them followers. I'm like, if that don't challenge you, which what you're doing with social media, then yeah, you just ain't even about nothing for real. For yeah, real. people searching for moments instead of creating them. Like, yo, you got to right. create it. One yeah. of my favorite lines yeah. uh, E ever said was, the dream can be ha had by anyone, the memory must be made. 
Like, mm. yo, you can't fake the memory. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to actually go out and put that together. And I think, like I said, I, I am grateful that maybe, you know, for everything is timing, right? Like, so maybe we were just blessed and lucky to come around. Like, social media is now just really a reflection of everything, you know, we've done to a certain point. But we didn't have to try to fake it. I, I mean, you look at our posts. Sometimes I look at E, I'm like, E, you got like you you in front of like a, a Honda Civic, like but E like <laughs> I, I know E. He like I don't care. Like I'm not on trying uh -huh. to sexy y'all out. Like that's not what I'm trying to do. Like I'm actually trying to give y'all some information. And like I said, man, once I got into this world and I saw what other people were doing, I was like, oh, okay, it, it is. Let me look big time. So hopefully, big time things come my way instead of actually putting it together. So um, I, again. I'm not mad because I got some calls, you know, similar to last week and what we talked about on the podcast of just like, you know, um, you know, again, similar to what we talked about, not using, you know, not blowing somebody up every five seconds or trying to, you know, uh, piggyback or coattail, you know, other people's success and really putting it together yourself. And people are like, yo, how do I put it together? And I always say, for real, start with your gift. Like, just stay in that. If you stay in that and work, and stay out of what everybody else thinks about it, I promise you, you will begin to put those moments together for yourself and, the, and have genuine, real moments, not these moments that you have to figure out how to fake on social media. And like I said, not only is it hit hurting people from that side, it's hurting people from the other side who looking at that foolishness going, okay, my life ain't sweet. So let me, so you know what I mean? It's almost like it turns into like a dog eat dog or like, oh, okay, they doing this. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. And it's like nobody's focusing on the actual process. Nobody wants to show the ugly side. We need to have like a, a I'm about to start like an ugly Instagram yeah. where it's just yeah. like, yo, it's for yeah, like yeah, entrepreneurs. It's yeah. for people who like, yo, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. I'm on Raymond Noodles this week yeah. because uh -huh. we ain't get our next round of funding. Yeah. No question. And I, like, like yeah. I want to see no that. Question. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But no nobody question. wants to share that because no that's not sexy. No question. But here's the deal. What we're doing and I've, you know, I've taken a hit you know, um, not only by, you know, outside people, but I think there was even a time, you know, earlier on when C was younger, where C might have been like, yo, E, all right, cool, I'm going to do it, but I don't know if I necessarily know, understand why you're doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And a big part of it was, you know, I'm not going, with, I'm not going against mainstream because I'm trying to go against mainstream, but sometimes mainstream is building their house on cards. And if we teach people to build their house on cards, we're going to have to answer to them when they build it in a car. And then when the wind blow, them jokers fall. They're going to come to us like, yo, what happened? So while other people may look like they're getting ahead of us, other people might look like they're more successful than us because they're selling these people what they want. Like they're giving them, you know what I'm saying? They're giving them whatever they want. Like that's what you want. We're going to tell you that. If that's what you want to hear, that's what we're going to tell you. But I'm literally going to tell you the truth. Because if you do it the way we're telling you to do it, even though it's going to be the long way, it's going to be hard work. If you do what we tell you to do, as you look at a Toby, it is you're going to get the results because you put in the work, which is why we're doing a verified conference, because we feel like, OK, E, I did it with E. I did it with Tobe. All right. We feel like we that's two samples. While that's a small sample, we feel like we have. We, we put it in the lab twice and it came out the same way twice. 
So it's like, all right, we think we're in a position now. If you have what Eric had, if you had what Tobe had, which was both hard work, which is both consistency, you know, and some talent, you know, then we think we can work for you. So, yeah, we want to come out to the world now and say, yo, for real, it's not a lot of people. It's a small group in Philly. We testing it out. We're not like doing a thousand because we testing it out. But we really do feel like we have a formula now that if you serious and you plug your talent into this formula, then we can we can help you get these results. And I'm, I'm super excited about that because I just remember a time where it looked like other people was one up in us because they are behind the Ferrari. But, but you're not but, but, asking. But hold on, it go back because I, I let's let's be for real. And I'm like you know again, I, if, if nothing else on this podcast, you guys, we try to give y'all like real tangible stuff from like, okay, how did these three regular jokers, you know, to get to whatever level we're at now? And I ain't saying that we, you know, the the highest of the high, but we put together a decent life for ourselves and whatever. What were we looking at back then? What, so I just want to be real. Carl, help me out. Like, what, who were we like, ah, oh, man, if we could just, like, I don't remember. Like, of course, I studied Tony Robbins, Les Brown, just kind of the blueprint no, we of what they did. Them. I know y'all didn't, but yeah. I did. I wanted to look at kind of how they put it together. But but from a, a, from compare what the kids or what the people now who are on Instagram looking at somebody's Hawaii vacation with their family and going, wow, they staying in the villa, they doing all of this and I'm not, you know, poor me. Like that, those feelings. What was our version of that? Because we got, because we were together before YouTube, Facebook, and all of that. What was our version of that? What, who were we looking at, or what were we looking at? Going, man, if we could only. And I'm, maybe we were, and I forgot. But I'm really just trying to get to the root of this thing. No, no. What we were looking at was the students. You know what I'm saying? Like we were I was, looking. I, at, I was just like, yo, I ain't got nobody yeah. forward, but we were looking back. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We was looking at the students. You know what I'm saying? And taking the work that we was doing with the students in the lab. So we were really looking at, like, what is our avatar? Like, who are we trying to reach? And we were literally doing a program and then going back to the lab asking, how well did we do with this? Like, okay, E, what corrections can you make? All right, Carl, what can we do? Oh, we probably need to record it. Okay, and do what with it? We can put it, we can show it. Okay, now we can show it on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? C was like, okay, let's get uh, acting up and let's do a... Let's come up with a fire intro like Friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I remember, see, you was working on an intro, bro, with 1825. Like, that was the focal point. You was trying to do a fire intro. You know what I'm saying? So we walking through campus, going, going to the dorms, taking pics, videos, you know, and, and, and you were trying to create the character. All right, Tim City going to be this character. Okay, um, Marshawn going to be this character. All right, uh, te- uh, uh, what's her name? Connie. And uh, Rachel going to be this character. Like, that's what you was on. That's what we was focused on. Carl was focused on, I got to make sure Mr. B gave us this sound system. I got to make sure that the sound system is tight. And then when we do the video, the video is tight. Like, we were literally working on the work. That's what we was focused and that, and, on. But that's my point. I'm just saying. We didn't have a four-hour distraction in our day of how do I make it look like this? And how do other people do this? Like, we just didn't have it. And so, like I said, maybe you know how, like, Bill Gates and uh, 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 Steve Jobs, like, grew up in Silicon Valley or whatever, and that's just, like, how they blew up because they just... Maybe it was just for us. It was like we were right at the prime peak before social media where we could put in all the work without worrying about what everybody said and then have the luxury of social media, like, kind of shining the light on the work that we already did. Does that make sense? I'm just saying... 
Yeah, it does, but don't minimize. Like you no, still I'm have. I'm just trying to. I'm just lifestyle. trying to give the whole. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm trying to be. You, you yeah, know what I'm but, saying? Yeah, but I'm just saying you still have. If Bill the Gates grew up in Detroit, he would have been working at GM. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no question. But I'm just saying you you have the life um, um, uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous. You do have people on campus driving a certain kind of car. You do have people like maybe not on the level that social media is, but that pressure was still there. We just weren't into it, bro. We weren't distracted. We we saw trying to impress other people, worried about what other people thought. We saw that as a distraction to what we was doing. So we was just locked in. And then the cool thing about it was because we weren't alone, like a lot of these people are, a lot of people doing business by themselves, we had each other. So I think it was easier for us to distract, to like not worry about that, to kill the noise because we had each other to reinforce, yo, that's fire or that's good or that's that. So we had already, we had actually created our own community that, that kind of um, was an insulation, if you will, to all that other stuff. So we dealt with it, of course, not on the same level as social media, but we still had to deal with how people saw us on campus. There was still a newspaper on campus. There was people still talking on campus. There was still little, little pockets of, you know, um, groups on campus. Like, it wasn't like we was in working in heaven. So we still had people who were hating on us, people who may not have been hating but didn't understand we had people who thought what we was doing was a waste of time, but I think we were so locked and loaded on the work and what we wanted to get accomplished that we wasn't thinking about nothing else. And I just think we blew up because we're still doing that. Like you still see us with um, helping the people in real estate. You still see me at a school, you know, in Zanesville, Ohio, bruh, I'm going to tell y'all when I walked out with my, at first it was like this Zanesville. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but they call themselves small town USA. It's a rural community. They don't have a um, Walmart, super Walmart. They don't they, like they got to go into town. Like this is a this is a school K through 12 where kids have been given up on. They should either be in prison or they should be dead. It's a population of probably no more than 50,000, 40,000 people at best in this little. It ain't even a city, doggone. It's a town. So when I went, I went with the academic regalia. See, at first I was like, you know what? I probably should just wear like a, maybe some jeans and a little sport coat because, you know what I'm saying? The average, the mean uh, income probably there ain't even $30,000. But I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I, I said, no, E, wear the academic regalia. Let these kids see what it would look like if they went to and got a, 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 an advanced degree. You know what I'm saying? Now you can take it off once you start speaking but no, give them the whole. I put the Michigan State boy on. You know what I'm saying? And somebody from BU made for me. I put all the stuff on, bro. Put the shoes on, the whole nine. But I think why we're so sweet is because we still doing Zanesville. We, we didn't get to a point where it's like, no, that's beneath us. I, literally, I had to fly to Columbus, drive an hour. It's in, the, it's in no man's land. It's like cows and backwoods, bro. Like, I didn't even grow up like that. And 90... 5% of their population was not, you know, uh, people of color. So that they looking like, I, I'm like one of the first speakers from, you know, number one motivational speaker in the world. They couldn't believe it. They like, yo, we watch your videos. Like, yo, we can't believe you in our little small town and not for a college. You were here for a high school. You, you were here for a group of kids who not necessarily going to college. I think only three or four out of them that graduated, see, was going to college. But you should have saw the look on their face like, yo, you would come to our town. Like, you would come and speak for us? 
this little small school. And so I'm saying I think we're so successful because what we started as a focus work is still our focus to this day. Like nothing has changed. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. We do do sessions in Vegas at the Bellagio. We, we are at the MGM Grand. We are. We, we are downtown Chicago at the Hyatt doing whatever. But we still hitting the elementary schools. We still hitting middle. We still hitting high schools. We still going to the prisons. We still going to the cities and towns that most people on our level would never go to. So I think we started with a focus and we still focus. And that's why we're so successful. And I'm just trying to tell people, when you focus on two things, you focus on two, you chasing two rabbits, you're not going to catch one of them. And y'all focus on social media and focus on blowing up in which we're going to invite you to the verified conference. For those of you who want to do what I'm doing, Tobe doing, and we're going to really show you at this conference, stop getting caught up on that. Do these things like I'm going to have the conversation Les Brown had with me in that room. I'm going to have that conversation with you and I'm going to share the same stuff he shared with me. Bob Proctor shared like the intimate details. I'm going to share those with you. And then you got a choice when you leave to either be worried about what people think about you and how they see you or close the doggone door, get in the lab, cut the lights out, put your glasses on. Right. And go to work. And that's what we did. Carl with the TGIM, me with the TGIM. See, with the branding, we went and closed the door to the world. We went in the lab and we put in work. And the door, when, and when we finally opened the door and walked out, we didn't walk out with uh, a pseudo project. We walked out with what we really had worked on and we gave it to the world. We knew it would work because we put in the time and we tested it over and over and over again. Carl, you can make that scientific if you want to. I know I use the right oh, terms, no. but... Yeah, so right terms for when you go in the lab. Hey, we, well, put it this way. We had a big enough sample size, and we got the results over and over and over. So same thing you just said. Mm. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't the two sample size with Toby that you referenced earlier, you and Toby. No, no, no. This has been sampled, you know what I'm saying, like through the test of time for the last, what, 12, 15 years, however long we've been doing it. Like, it's been sampled over and over and over and over again. We've gone back and watched people. Man, up to this weekend, I'm hearing people talk about how just, just listen to this. Just how exposure to Breathe University in us has opened up businesses, has, you know, like I'm talking about two years. Again, Ray and Fatai were telling us, and I apologize to y'all for putting y'all business out, but they were just saying they were not in a financial position when they came to the first conference two years ago. They were like on, I'm talking about like no budget, not a slim budget, no budget. They like took their last, <clears throat> excuse me, and came to the conference. And I'm talking about two years later, they're telling me now, like that's, they put it like this, that's just not a concern anymore. And I'm saying that's the thing that keeps us going, like watching people's lives, see what you talked about, not on social media, watching people's lives go from, you know, wherever it is now, just right. improvement, improvement, <laughs> improvement. That's what gets us high. And I promise you, maybe that's what we should post, see, all the stories of people that are taking it, going in the lab. Like if we were to post them stories, y'all ain't never got to see E's face again. We got enough of them stories yeah. to make everything we're yeah. doing worthwhile. That's why it matters for us. That's what pushes us. That's why he's still getting up at three o'clock. That's why, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why we're still doing all the stuff we're doing because at the end of the day, we want to see, like, here, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. We want to see the, the, the advantage students at Michigan State University be, be successful right now to this day. That's why we, we're still driven. We're still pushing uh, as hard as we are right hey. now. <laughs> Carl, hey, Carl. Ah! Carl, listen to me. I was on my way 
I don't even remember where I was going. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, I can't remember where I was going, but I was on the road, headed somewhere to speak. Uh, oh, I think it's where when I did the video. But long story short, I go, I get in the airport. I see a group of teenagers. It's about 20 teenagers. And I look to my left and I see Kyle. I don't know if y'all remember Kyle uh, from The Advantage. Um, but Kyle married Quetta. And um, Quetta used to be in our yeah, office all yeah. the doggone time. And so Quetta and, and Kyle, and I think Kyle must have been, um, man, what is it called? They're going to kill me. Y'all know I ain't in no fraternity. But it was the Brown fraternity. Um, I think it was Brown and Black. And them, man, them boys, man, them boys, man, them was my, them was my dudes. Long story short, they got married um, either their senior year or maybe shortly afterwards. Why was those 20 kids with them? Why were they taking them on a cruise? They're, the, they, they're from the academy that they both teach at. Why were they taking them on a cruise for seven days? Because they were trying to expose them to a world outside of Detroit. And I'm like, yo, our babies are doing with others what we did with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I, man, my heart was so, man, overwhelmed. And so then I, a week later, I was at the Cheesecake Factory and I saw Quetta with her mom. And she was just like, Eric, we had a blast with him. You know, whatever, whatever, you gotta come up to the school and speak. And I just was like, yo, this was, I met, I met them at 18, bro, in the advantage. You know what I'm saying? The Office of Support and Services, when I was showing videos, he said, instead of advising. You know what I'm saying? And, and it worked, though. They, they graduated, and they, and they doing what they saw the video. They saw that what they saw on the video, they doing right now. And so, man, my heart was just warm. And we don't get to tell those stories, Carl. And we don't get to post those stories. But here are yeah. two kids who got married as a result. It's a few folks that got married because of, of, of us you know, creating the Advantage program. You know what I'm saying? It's a few people. Yeah, yeah. It's (laughs) a few people (laughs) who are in very healthy marriages and still changing Uh the world. So to your point, Carl, that is what our social media is. That's what gets us high. And and, Uh and that's a real high that can last forever. Where the social media high, guys, it's only going to last for so long and it's not going to pay no bills. It's not, it's not, it, it, it just doesn't have a lot of substance to it. Yeah, and you know, I, I guess the thing I wanted to say, just at least for my own self, is I don't think that I'm special, and I may have been susceptible to the same stuff had Instagram been popping when I was 21 years old. You know what yeah, I mean? When I was yeah, 22. I hear you. So yeah, I just wanted to say yeah. for those of you out there caught up, you're not a bad person. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah, what we're true. trying to tell yeah. you is that. What you're seeing on there is not real. What, what, what's the scripture? God told Adam and Eve, who told you you were naked? Yeah, so like you, yeah. you listening to Instagram and you think you broke because you're looking at Instagram. You're thinking you're not successful because you're looking at Instagram. You're thinking your life is not where it's supposed to be because you're looking at other people and that's not even real. And so, I'm, I'm man, I'm, I'm actually thankful and I'm grateful that you know, we don't have to deal with that. And some of that people ask me all the time, CJ, when are you going to get on Instagram? When are you going to get on Facebook and stuff like that? And man, I know I'm aware of the fact that it's a positive tool in many ways too. And I know you can use it for that. But I'll be real, man. Like I had got so productive when I was off of Facebook. I never had Instagram or nothing like that. But I was on Facebook, you know, when it first came out. Um, and, I, you know, it takes it takes your time. You know what I mean? It takes your time. It, it, it distracts you. And so... 
when I got off of it, you know, I just felt so productive. And then, of course, I was able to kind of be, you know, behind the scenes with the brand. So I was kind of like, all right, cool. Let's, you know, we put E out there anyway. Um, but just be careful of what you take in your spirit every day. Man, I told somebody the other day, like, I walked into um, my sister-in-law and my brother's house and the news was on. And I was like, yo, turn it off. I'm like, yo, I can't put that in my sp- I just can't. Yo, after a long day, I'm like, you walk in, it's like a baby fell down the hill and rolled down and it got eaten by a bear. You're like, oh, gone. Like, yo, I cannot put this stuff in my spirit. And so I think for Instagram, it's like if you're a young woman and every picture on there is this Photoshop young lady looking, and you looking at yourself like, man, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. You a guy and you looking at some dude who looked like he balling out and taking private jets everywhere and you looking at your own self like, man, I just barely got enough gas money. Everybody's in a different space. Like your time may not have come, but if you continue to work, it will come. But if you can continue to look and then just try to put the facade on, you probably never actually get to live the life that you want to portray on IG. And I just think it's dangerous, man. And I, like I said... I'm not like the get off my grass dude. Like I'm not, I'm not a prude. I'm not any of those things. I understand social media, but it does scare the living daylights out of me to have my kids when they get older be exposed to stuff that's not real. Like it, it is amazing the world that is created. Like, and I know some of these people. We've seen them, E. I've seen people who literally their IG looks like they're popping and they've asked me to borrow $500. And I'm looking like, wait a minute. I just saw your, I, I just saw. What happened to the, oh, I thought that Miami trip, but you you letting people fool, man. And it just, you <laughs> that know. That Miami trip. Oh, well, oh, well. That Miami, he was, nah. he was almost about to say a name, Carl. He was getting close. No, nah, I'm just worried, I'm worried about it. I'm worried about it. I'm, I'm just saying, no, I'm worried for my kids. I'm good, I'm grown. I see, I just saw, listen to what I'm saying. See, I just heard or saw, I don't know if it was NPR or something. They were talking about, a kid that literally has had, I'm talking about, I don't think the person was 20 years old yet, and they had had multiple surgeries just for Instagram. Mm. Like, just to have the appearance that they're, I'm serious, like, this ain't no joke, so I'm glad C you brought that up. Like C said, like, yo, I wore the double X shirt too, C, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, dog, y'all know I'm a skinniest dude in the whole group. I wore double X because that's the thing we was doing then. I wore the baggy jeans and the Tim. So see, you're right. If we were growing up now, we might have been the same. We, I can't oh, tell no you question. That's that's, and that was my yeah. point, girl. I didn't want to make it seem that's like I great. was high and mighty and like unsusceptible to peer pressure. I'm just thanking God that we didn't yeah. have to come up. Now, E, like I said, E always marched to the beat of his own drum, probably more so than right. any average human on the planet. But had I been growing up and I had my IG... And we was running yeah. around getting two hundred dollars, like all eating that Waffle House off of you know one plate. I might have been like, "Yo, let's just stop by the roof, Chris, and stand outside of the roof, Chris, take a <laughs> flick and put it up." You know what I'm saying? Just got done, hey, uh, just got done with that porterhouse. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it's real. And it's I'm real, like, yo, man, as long real. as you, I, I, it, he said it, it's impossible to chase two rabbits. As long as you want to focus on looking like you blow, you blew up. And trying to blow up, it ain't gonna work. Mm. Oh. So let me say this too, because I don't, what C said, I don't want you to be like, well, I'm like, C, I don't have no Instagram. I don't have no, 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 that's not all we're saying. The other half we're saying is not to be influenced by it, right? right. That's what we're saying. So don't go, I don't be on it posting. I keep a low profile. Okay, maybe you do, but that don't mean you're not being influenced by it. And to C's point, there were a lot, bruh, I'm telling you, 
when we was growing up, my my grandmother, I told y'all, I don't know what grade she didn't finish. Like, I'm not sure. Like, I don't want to be putting it out there. I know she didn't go to high school. I know that, right? I don't remember nobody talking about her being in high school. I don't know about middle school. But all I know is my, my grandma didn't even have a career. So for the most part, they lived in, you know, housing developments. I mean, that's what it was. But can I tell you something? See, even to this day, I just really realized now that we are on like a different economic status, I knew that they didn't have what we had, but I didn't even know they was, I didn't even know that when you lived in the project, see, like, I didn't understand the government was hooking you up and I didn't know you didn't really have, you know, you was living under the me median, whatever that is. Like, I didn't know all that stuff. I, why? Because it, it wasn't like, it, it wasn't like, they wasn't telling us stuff. Like, now I can go online and find out, is the Impossible Burger healthy? You know what I'm saying? Is the, is, uh, what is GMO? Bro, I ain't know that kind of stuff back in the day. It's even, it's just the internet feeds you with certain things that make you aware of things that you weren't aware of before. So when they, when my cousins was going to like Cody High, you know, and they was dealing with the stuff that they was dealing with on the other side of the railroad track, like, bro, I did not know that they were in that kind of danger. I didn't know when we was in the projects, bro, that, you know, danger for our lives. Why? My mom dropped me off. We was there for maybe a day or two while my mom was working or doing whatever she was doing. I did not know. But with the Internet now, it's like, you know how much money you got. And now you comparing it to what some other group has. And you like, we poor. And now, woe is me. Whereas my, see, we was making like, okay, see, always tease me. But for those of you who my age, you're going to know what I'm talking about. We used to race sticks in the water. So when it rained, we used to take sticks and put sticks in the water. And we're, nobody knew that that was not a game, Carl. Nobody knew that that was what poor people did. We didn't know. We was all doing it. We would, we would make slingshots out of a piece of wood. Then we put the, um, a nail in with a rubber band and a clothespin and take the bottle top and put it on and be shooting each other. We did not know that rich people went to a department store and bought one. Mm. We didn't know. Hey, you feel it just we didn't reminded know. me of something, though. You know what Instagram was back in the day? Mm -mm. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. And famous, mm. yeah. That's what it was. It. Robin Leach. Yeah, yeah Robin That's Leach it. used to come on like lifestyles of the rich That's and famous. And they just had a palace. Yeah. He was like, wow. Yeah. And that was like, yeah. the crazy part is, though, it was like fiction. You know what I'm saying? We were so regular. Absolutely. That was just like, you it know, was the Island. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't trying to do that. Yeah, he wasn't thinking you could do that. Famous. That was the first Instagram. Mm. But now, see, if you living in the house that I live in, my, my kids could look at that and go look at, you know, um, stuff on TV or look at Instagram and go, we poor. They could go, they could go, mm, we got a 745 right. LI, but it's a 2004. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a 745 LI, but it's got 75,000 miles on it. You feel me? Like, that's the generation we live in now. Where oh, yeah, we was no, coming it's, from. It's, it's always <laughs> relative, for sure. Yeah, you ain't never as high. But what nobody saying that when we was coming up. Yeah, yeah. What, what nobody saying that when we was coming up. Um, uh, uh, is those the Jordans? Is them 11s? that came out in the beginning, or did you just get those 11s? Back in the day, if you had 11s and it was your cousins, they were still sweet. It's like, he got the 11s. Now it's like, which are those retro 11s or are those the traditional 11s? And it's just like, bruh, if you, if you live, if you allowing that to happen, 
You will never be happy with what you have. You will never be happy with your life. And that's why you got to kill the noise and say, whatever state I find myself in, not only content, Carl, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be grateful because this is a phenomenal life, yeah. especially when I ain't comparing it to nobody else's. Yeah. No, it got, hey, it, y'all know it got me nervous the other way. I'm like, I, I promise you, I was going to, uh, you know, I had put up the video. Shout out to the S2S podcast page. Nikki always pushing me to send, you know, more stuff and <laughs> try to, you know what I mean? I'm I'm sort of on social media now at the Secret to Success page. <laughs> and I had posted, um, I uh, sent Nikki the video of uh, Trey and Sydney swimming in the pool. And, I, and Nikki mm. was like, I'm about to post it. I was like, wait, 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 don't post it. Just because I'm like, man, I just, like, I'm so against looking like you're uh-huh. trying to flex or like, you know what I mean? I didn't want people to see the pool and uh-huh. be like, ah, and I knew people was going to yeah. have comments or whatever. And Nikki told me people were commenting on there, oh, that's a nice pool for a one bedroom. You know, of course, you know, <laughs> being funny. But like, you know, for me, even with, you know, IG and stuff like that, it's like, I, I, even I, I probably would share some stuff, but it's like, I'm, I, I so resent the fact that people do it to like stun on people that I'm like, man, I just pray that this is received the right way because I don't ever mm-hmm. want people to be like, yo, you, you, you're trying to big time somebody or something like that. While at the same time, I do understand, you know, the need to provide motivation because some people may be able to take it and look at it as motivation. So I think it's just tough. But anyway, I'm going to start a, a new Instagram. It's called Ugly Instagram. And it's where you can actually post like, yo, I'm chunky right now. It's all good. I'm about to go to the gym. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm show you the fat workout hmm. real quick. And then uh, I'm going to show you how I go to the office. They got one light bulb and we just grinding the dream. Here go to the business plan. Yeah. You know, we just got turned down by six people. Like I want, you know, for real, like there has to be some type of balance right now, man. And it, and now it's just like, yo, every, everybody and everything is, is, is on the next level. And uh, we know that's not the case. So, uh, ugly Instagram coming soon. Um, all right, where would you gentlemen uh, like to take it? I got a few more things. Well, you didn't have no questions last week. Uh, what time? How long we been on? I got a. What, how long we been? Hour on? fifteen. Oh, 20, hour, hour and twenty. 20? Yeah, started my. 20, I started my recorder late. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Shout out. That's what I wanted to do. Shout out to. Uh, I don't know who. I, I don't have. There was no return address or name on these packages. But uh, after I talked about my recorder, um, I got about 10 chargers in mail. So uh, thank you to everybody who <laughs> thought uh, highly enough of, of your board. Maybe I just want to keep the podcast going. You might not feel highly of me. Uh, uh, but I got a bunch of chargers in the mail. So I'm not sure who sent them. But I'm sure if you sent them, you listened to the podcast. So thank you for that. I'm charged up uh, and ready to go. Um, also, if you want to be charged up and ready to go, Organifi. It's only one thing. If you want to stay plugged in, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Organifi.com, man. Shout out to Organifi, a sponsor of this podcast, the Superfood Green Juice Powder that uh, has kept all of us charged up on the podcast. E, have you been on your Organifi lately? Yeah, you know I have, but I, here's a I ran out of the pure, so unfortunately I've been hitting the green. You know, 
No, I don't like Come the over here. That's I got my like two boxes of Pure. Yeah, Stop pure. playing. Uh, I got Pure got sitting in my shelf. Stop playing. Just oh, sitting yeah, there. No. Carl, Carl is the direct connect, so Carl like ration it out. You know what I'm saying? Like your, your, your <laughs> mom with Halloween candy. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, get me another piece. Like, Carl, come right. on, man. Yeah, no, I got yeah, you. I got out. you. I'll bring something over no, as soon as we get off. Yeah, I got I Toby keep you heavy. Stuff. I had Toby fiending for it, so Toby just ordered some. Man, I got we got the well, whole. My crew wife in. does it, man. My wife gives it to me like I'm a little kid. So <laughs> if I don't have a pure, she don't have a pure. She'll make this concoction every morning and she'll drop it in like, drink it now while it's hot, because I know you like it hot. Mm. Like, don't let it sit there. Drink it now. I'm like, okay, I hate the green. She like, but drink oh, yeah. it now. And I'm I, like, I, right. I love the green. It's my favorite one. That's yeah. why I pub it the nah. most. I love the pure. green. I don't know what y'all talking about. Pure is good too. Pure. Uh, Pure, and then Candace is on the uh, gold every night, every single night. She mm. does the gold it, is, which, oh, the gold uh, is beautiful. Hot. She, and uh, it's got the two oh, the gold so, hottest. Oh, bruh. Organifi. If you drink the gold, do it in the, in the hot, and when you're taking a, a bathtub, get in the tub, get your little candle, <laughs> your and get the gold. Like wine. I'm telling you, sip that joint. I'm telling you, get your na- a nightcap of gold. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, no doubt. Get, get the nice <laughs> you little nightcap. You're going to uh, Organifi.com, yeah, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code SUCCESS, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, uh, promo code SUCCESS. All right, go check them out, man. Get you, you your first order. Um, man, send some pictures. If you guys got the Organifi, if you want it right now, man, just send some pictures to S2S Podcast, um, and we'll repost it, man, and show you guys uh, showing love to the Organifi. We also have another sponsor to this uh, week's episode, man, Game Changers. All right, I'm super pumped. You heard me and E talking about it. E's going to be down here this weekend. We're training our speakers. We're certifying some new speakers. Listen to me, man. It's 2019, and you still trying to take your life to the next level. Listen, learn how to turn your passion into a profit with Game Changers, all right? Some of our certified speakers already have been landing Nike contracts, getting contracts with school districts, speaking internationally, making six figures from speaking, landing five-figure deals, to train corporate leaders, turning their knowledge into books and courses and a host of other things, all right? So listen, man, if you want to craft your life story and keep the attention of your audience, market your speaking services, become a leading authority in your industry, and land paid speaking engagements, uh, man, or just earn an extra you know, couple dollars every month to use the gift you got. I always tell people, man, public speaking is one of the number one fears in the world. So imagine if you have that skill, uh, you can charge for it, all right? So... Uh, If you're a speaker, author, coach, leader, influencer, or just want to improve your overall communication skills, join Game Changers. Yes, Game Changers. If you want to become one of our certified speakers, simply go to etagamechangers.com. That's etagamechangers.com. Jamal is coming down here this weekend, uh, coming to Game Changers. Uh, E will be down here, and our Game Changers speak right in front of us from the stage, and we give them that live feedback uh, directly to them to help them, you know, get to the next spot. So, man, if you're out there and you say, man, I need to be certified, man, because, why would you want to go anywhere else? Come get certified by uh, the, the industry-leading Dr. Eric Thomas, all right, and learn our seven principles on, on hey, how to, get, how to survive Thomas. in this business. All right, um, y'all want to do Ask ET or y'all got to go? No, no, I got time. Um, let's see, we got a question for Carl. Lisa in North Carolina said, hey, hey. guys, love the, the podcast. You guys always have me dying laughing on my Friday commute. My question is for Carl. What do you do when you don't agree with CJ and ET? I'm a chameleon as well and don't like conflict. So I usually 
Don't get on buck the call, back, even when I think my team is wrong. <laughs> well, so, first hey, of all, I, you have to start with the assumption that I've ever been wrong, Lisa. Right. Now, I was just going to say that. I was like, so unfortunately for us, CJ is still batting like 99.9%. So we always, and, and, and just to be real, we've just defaulted to C's leadership because like he's not, like to this point, C's made one and it's not even a deep mistake, but we joke about it with the shirts. Like, one mistake, you know what I mean? Everything else that he has put his mind to has been successful for. So, nine times out of ten, I'll just walk away pissed and hope that CJ fails. <laughs> I'm being honest. I want him to fail one good time so that we could just get a little more leverage Another on the good decision. Time. You need one for the next <laughs> decade, right, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, <laughs> I Throw said you need one more mistake off. for this decade. For this, for this decade. You know that's it. That's it. We just want yeah, that one. Other one I'm is hoping expired. that he mess up on one of them. Yeah. But no, uh, we I honestly just don't have a problem deferring, man. When 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 hey, when we got KD healthy and he's scoring, why 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 uh, Steph could chill for a minute? We're just gonna blow him out. Muhammad in London said, "Et, I've blow heard you out. say, Et, I've heard you say you wake up early and then take naps. How long are your naps on average?" Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I don't even be on no naps like that. But uh, if I did take a nap, it would be about five minutes, five, ten minutes. Yeah, that's. I, I promise you, I cannot. My wife could take a you nap. I can't take a nap. If I take uh, a nap in the middle of the day, let me tell you something. Odds are I'm going to fall asleep way longer than I was supposed to and wake up feeling like I am legend. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, <laughs> whoa. Like it got dark. By yourself. You know, you like, you, know you don't saying? know where your kids on the solo. are. you like, <laughs> yeah. is it Friday? Uh, is it Wednesday? <laughs> Bro, I just, uh, I'm talking about, I see tumbleweed rolling by my bed. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> You know what I'm hey, so. but y'all got to explain to them that E's battery different than Moss. Like, literally, E right, can recharge on three minutes of sleep, y'all. I'm talking yeah, about full recharge. Right, right. Yeah, so that's the question then, Carl. Good job. The question is, how long does it take you to recharge? Right. That's what the, the goal is. It's not doing what right. I do. But how long did it take you to recharge? So if that's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, nah, I don't know if you're going to be able to take an hour nap. That would be qualified <laughs> as a nap. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you just whatever it takes to you to recharge. <laughs> yeah, you went to sleep. You put your pajamas on. <laughs> yeah, you just went on back to bed. Um, Zach in Iowa said, E.T., do you drink coffee? How do you have so much energy in the morning? I just born with this, man. This is a God-given gift. And no, he does not drink coffee. I am the only coffee drinker on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, which probably explains why I'm also uh, holding this podcast down when these guys. Are <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> That's what's missing. Hey, we thought it was Organifi the whole time, E, and we thought right, we, we did. Up, we but thought, it's the we coffee. Thought it was. I go, I go Organifi first thing in the morning, and then I usually hit the gym, and then I come back and I hit a little coffee. For those of you who've been following the podcast for a long time, I posted a video of the swim instructor who. Uh, Carl, I put him on FaceTime the other day, but the swim instructor who takes uh, no crap from kids. And you guys remember me talking about that. And I saw people were saying, uh, like, oh, I thought you were exaggerating. Like, no, my man is really intense. And so Sydney, my niece, um, who had been in another swim class for like two years and was still getting in the pool with floaties from time to time, uh, I promise y'all, three sessions with the uh, swim guru, and she was backstroking. I'm bringing Didi up there for a week, bro. No, I'm, I'm serious. No, I'm serious, I'm bro. Like Didi. my man, yeah, he and he's I'm still, serious too. 
yesterday might have been the roughest day. He was going hard on them because now he got it to where, like, he's making them swim. Okay, they know how to swim across, but, you know, like, putting those rings at the bottom of the pool mm, and, like, making yeah. you dive down, like, Go to down the bottom to of the pool. Yep. And, you know, that's yep. hard to do, like, even for an adult. You yep. know, some adults can't, you know, just dive down, but he make them swim all the way out, find the ring, and then dive straight down and get all the way to the bottom. And let me tell you something. They were having a little tough time getting to the bottom of that pool, and he was letting them know. And it's so funny, man, that 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 little feeling that I had when he was going off at first, nah, I'm sitting there, I'm his biggest cheerleader. Like, go, go, get him, get him. <laughs> yep. Isn't it crazy, uh, though, guys? Yep. Isn't it crazy, though, see that as humans, we think that the, the softer we are start, on people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, the no softer question. we are, that they're going to they're gonna respond to us being kind to them. But mm. in reality, that, that growth requires that uncomfortable boy, like you to yeah. push, you know what I'm saying? And so we, we, don't, we don't naturally like to do it. And I think even, you know, for us, it's like I was listening to my son talk to me the other day, and he was like, yeah, dad, you don't, you know what I'm saying? And the way you was raised and you don't, you know, and I was just like saying to myself, like, yo, son, I feel you. Like, I'm not gonna have a discussion with you, but I do understand how you could take this. Like, this is definitely pretty tough and intense. But we, we can prove that that tough and intenseness produces a certain thing. You feel me? Like, and so while it's not comfortable right now, in the long run, you'll be able to swim to the bottom and grab the ring and come up. Whereas when we go, oh, you don't want to swim. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, you don't want to swim. You don't have to swim. Then they end up never learning how to swim. So shout out to UC for getting to a place where you like, you know what? My man doing the right thing. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and have these ugly feelings. I know he's doing the right thing. So that's big because some parents will still be sitting there having the same uncomfortable feelings. You like mature oh, nah. enough to know, yeah, my kids is growing. Yeah, no, nah, and they, and like I said, the funny thing about it is, I promise you, my niece Sydney could not get to the bottom. She was scared, yeah. She was, and he went off on her, and he kind of like, you know, she started crying a little bit, and I'll be doggone if she ain't swim out there, whoop, and got to the bottom and picked up two rings by the time it was all said and done. And I'm like, yo, you want to be comfortable? You know what I'm saying? You want to be two in, in years nice of comfortable, space, see, or you want to grow. Two years of comfortable. Two years yeah, of comfortable. Three lessons, yeah, and, yeah. And, and you yeah. and you was those free lessons? The two year, two year boy free lessons. Well, we need to talk about those, that next podcast. Like, what would you? That's what I said. Be? That's a whole new podcast. You start me, because yeah. I'm gonna be real. That's next even one. for grown folks. Like, I'm, I promise you, you don't want to deal with that 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 tension. You don't want to deal yeah. with that pressure. You don't want to deal, like you said, like you telling people, oh, okay. Like if I told you what you had to do to be successful, 99.9% .9 of the people still, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? That that seemed a little, you know what I mean? Like it seemed a little too much. It it's seemed like a little too much. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Comfortability versus growth and can they coexist? Mm. Can you be comfortable and grow? I don't know. That's what, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think so, which is why, like I said, I prefer the guerrilla style leadership because most people, uh, they just can't give 120 while everything is rosy. And, you know, I wish they yeah. could, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I promise you I do. Yeah. Uh, I promise bro, I would you love I to just, you and know I'd be the leader of ETA. Sing kumbaya you know and everybody get their work done. Hey, <laughs> hey, then I'd be the leader of ETA. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah, I promise you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I promise you. I'd be the leader. Isn't it amazing, you know though, even with grown folks? Like, everybody chilling, and then I could go off and be like, hey, 
Ah! And for the next two weeks, I'm talking about we uh, well oil day, machine. See, I'm I don't like, know if I ever do- told you this. To, you remember, see, when we had the warehouse out of my out of my garage in the basement, the other yep. house. Yeah. My mother said to this day, she remembers when you came to town. She said people showed up on time at my house. People, it was. She said it was a whole different level right. of accountability and energy. She oh, just showed when up. He, See, when act, he was like, there he leading, it was bed and breakfast. <laughs> oh, no, no question. question. <laughs> no question. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, people was coming Everybody in late great. with their pajamas on. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what in the world is this? Yeah, no, I mean, hey, yeah. I promise you, if the if humans could respond to the kindler, gentler, and I and I think mm. that's what broke E though. E, don't get it twisted. We were talking about E yeah. back in the day. He yeah, got he broke a now. Dude now. He will bust you in your mouth now. So yeah, no, we uh, no, no, we and got, not bust you in your mouth. No, I bad won't. Cop, not bad bust cop. you in your mouth. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> not bust you in your mouth. I really care about you being able to swim now. Mm, you feel me? Like mm. I care because it's your life. Like, I, I you care about you swim. being able to swim more than I care about my own feelings yeah. about how you yeah. feel about me getting on you. About mm. yeah, for real. I care about you enough to say. Okay, no, y'all trying to start I, a whole other podcast. It's okay, a whole right, show. That's right, what I say. Right, y'all right. about to get right, me in trouble. Right, Tamisha right, waiting right, on me to work right. out. Uh, oh, right, right, um, right. okay. Uh, announcements. Right, let's yeah, let's, let's just do uh, <laughs> some house announcements, and then we'll get a nugget of the day, um, and we'll we'll move on uh, from there. So we got hey everything. We trying to make it simple. If you not, e, you could drop the verify button. Right, everything we're putting on the, our homepage now. Etinspires.com. You can find all the events. You can get your free T-shirt. You can get, I'm talking about everything that we got going on to speak for profit, all our programs, the assessment, our coaching program, everything is sitting right on etinspires.com, y'all. So make sure y'all going to the website. I'm talking about daily because we changing stuff up. We keeping it fresh. Make sure y'all checking it out. E, give us that verified. What's happening? Yeah, verified.com. Um, I just, I don't know. Is it verified.com? Yes, verified.com. Really oh, verified conference. Thank you. Oh, that's C. impressive. Ver- verified conference. Oh, I was gonna say that would have been impressive. That, yeah, that is. Verifiedconference.com. Um, and guys, listen to me very closely. I don't know about all that. They were doing pre-sales, so I don't really know what that is. But for those of you who are in Flint, Michigan, you're in the area. Uh, we're having the um triple double academy uh camp again. I can't believe it's that time again. Detroit wow, is yeah. sold out. Right, wow. Detroit is sold out, uh, but for those of you who are in Flint, Michigan, you have an opportunity if you're in Flint, Michigan, to go to the conference. All right, um, I'm going to be speaking. We got a lot of other speakers coming. Uh, we've got people from who played all divisions of basketball will be there. Flint. So if your babies are in Flint, the numbers are low. I think it's only 200. Uh, I think we only have space for 200, and we probably got a little bit over 100. So if you're in Flint, you love your babies, you want them to have a phenomenal start. Look, we're doing it. They get out of school Thursday, Friday. We're doing it Monday. Why? Because we're going to give them a plan for the summer. All right. And then I can't announce this one yet, but we got to because everybody always hit me on the West Coast. We're 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 going to do a West Coast camp. Uh, I will announce it when everything is set in stone, but triple double uh academycamps.com look it up we are super excited this is our give back so all the parents why you don't come to our school why when you coming to i may not be able to come to your school but i'm coming to your city it's free forgot to say that absolutely free they don't have to pay a dime the only challenge is is limited seating so i look i look forward to you going online and getting your grandson or nephew 
or, or whatever, getting them registered so we can make this thing happen. That's it for me, Carl. Phenomenal Life 2020. <laughs> Listen, man. I can't wait. Um, I'm already excited. Oh, y'all, you know what? I'm actually going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down and test it out for y'all. I don't know. I've been telling you. You got to be joking. You got to yeah. be joking. Yeah, I'm going down. Um, you taking you know, Ashante's place? No, 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 no. Remember I told you, man, my 10-year, man, I can't believe it, man. 10 years uh, in my 10-year anniversary. Where are you going? Up. I need to I need to go. I won't go the day you go. I'll give you all three or four days. Uh, you know, let me tell you I'll something. Come on the back no, end. you're not allowed within a 10,000-foot <laughs> radius Candace of me. Said, you can't go. You're not even allowed to be yeah, in Mexico oh, the same right. time I'm right. there. My wife has made it explicitly clear <laughs> that nobody... <laughs> I'm talking about my kids, e, uh, e, anybody. I'm calling Candace. I'm calling Candace. I'm a beggar. Matter of fact, you might want to go to Canada, okay? Because my <laughs> wife was like, look, if I see another soul that we recognize, okay? So uh, I'm not even, matter of fact, I'm calling I don't even Candace. tell you when I'm going. I'm calling that Candace. Way, way, <laughs> Candace, <laughs> this is not fair. This is not right. Hey, we got to share, Candace. We got to share. Yeah, I'll tell, right, I'll tell uh, Candace, I say, well, he technically did marry us, and he is right. uh, a part the of reason uh, for the, season. The, the crew that sent us to Mexico the first time. So, E, <laughs> we're going back <laughs> to the, the same time, yeah. uh, resort that y'all sent us to for our honeymoon. Uh, see, nice. and she playing like, can't nobody, nope, that's wrong, oh, well, Candace, hey, that's wrong. Well, do me a favor. Uh, she's home. Give her a shout. You know what I'm saying? Now, I I'm like I like community <laughs> trips, too. You know what I'm saying? I like, you know, play cards, slap some spades, have a good time. But, uh, yeah, she said to me, we haven't taken a trip, just the two of us, since the kids were born. And I said, uh, I had to, I went, you know, you try to think, your brain starts scrambling real quick. I was like, shoot. Um, so maybe... I don't know if that's true or not. You know what I mean? I'm like, we we had Jamaica. She's like, oh, you had to work. I'm like, okay. So anyway, so yeah, we're going, we're going, uh, we're going down there. We won't be going to the same resort because you know we try to bring that nostalgic feeling back and hit the, you know, the honeymoon joint and uh, you know, upgrade the suite this time. You know what I'm saying? We y'all had a suite. Oh, praise we, God. We sweeter. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Then no yeah, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Well, I can well, see hey, dropping you know, a bar. Girl, somebody got to do it. You know, one of these days, you know what I mean? I'll show you, I'll show you my ways. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, record it and I'm gonna put it on social media oh, for you. Oh, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna blow out a picture <laughs> of my feet in the sand for social media and just say, uh, hey, uh, life. This is what this is what my life looks like every day, all day. It's all I do. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, every day, but, all day. Uh, anyway, phenomenal life 2020. Mayan Riviera, this one everybody's invited to. Uh, 2020, uh, in uh, end of April, man, we're going to Mexico. You guys know we did the cruise, then we did Jamaica last year. It's in Mexico this year, man. So put down your deposit, reserve your spot, all that good stuff right now. You don't want to miss it, man. We had a blast last time. We're going to have a blast this time. I saw the schedule. It's crazy, man. We're uh, we're, we're going to do some, some amazing things in Mexico and just super excited, man. So... Uh, get your get your tickets now and put your deposit down so you don't get caught slipping uh, at the very end. All right, uh, I believe that's it for me. E, no, no, see, a, yes, uh, uh, Jalen just hit me. He said there are thirty five seats left in Detroit. In Detroit or Flint? Detroit. I thought it was oh. sold out. He said they got almost they close to two hundred, but there are okay. thirty seats well, it'll be gone left by the time in, um, this podcast come out. Then so. 
35 spots. Yeah, no, shout out to Jalen too, man. Triple Double Camp. Uh, it was uh, it was Triple Double Academy. It was amazing last year. Of course, Cam Newton came out. You never know which one the E star celebrity friends. Um, that's why I'm glad I don't have any celebrity friends because I'm, I, I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? I can talk about everybody, but he got <laughs> right, all, you know, right. him and I don't even want to say who his new BFF is. Y'all would be disgusted. Let's just say it's a Hollywood <laughs> A-lister that I, he don't even think I know, but I know they've been texting and kikiing <laughs> like little girls on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and why um, was my laugh, Kiki? You know what I'm saying? That laugh I just did was Kiki. Yeah, do you love me? <laughs> hey, hey, tell tell Candace she gonna force me to find another love. So I gotta get her. <laughs> tell Candace don't do me like that. I, me and Didi gonna be right. We'll give y'all three days by okay. yourself, and then we'll come on the fourth day. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll ask her, <laughs> and I'll report the findings on the podcast next, next week. Next week. All right, good. Do that, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Also, man, we got a lot of negative feedback built up. One of these weeks, maybe oh, yeah, next time. week, we yeah, can, we uh, do it. We can yeah. read some. You gotta do it, see? Yeah, we got to do it, it's man. Been a we got to do it just so, you know, for the haters, man. They, they they need it. They listening, waiting for the negative feedback. So we'll give we'll give them, tell them what they want. Um, all right. Uh, okay. Now can we get a nugget of the day so we can get out of here? Yeah, you already gave it. Hey, uh, swim. You know what I'm saying? Sit or swim. You know what I'm saying? Sit or swim. Get your butt on it. No, no, no. I'm telling you, sit on the sideline oh, or okay. swim. Yeah, either one, for mm. real. But 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 all that oh, uh, that all that overthinking, like don't do it. Either sit on the sideline and watch us swim, or jump in with us, right? For real. Don't sit there going, he gonna scream and holler at me. I might drown. This might happen. That no, don't do that. Sit or swim, but don't have your feet uh, like my wife, and she gonna get mad at me. But don't don't put on the whole outfit just to sit on the side of the swimming pool and put mm. your feet in. Like, no, don't do that, y'all. Do not do that. Life is for everybody. You, All of us could have a swimming pool in the backyard. Life's for everybody, <laughs> all right? So stop sitting. Stop sitting and watching other people swim, other people make their dreams become a reality. You know, don't sit there and do that. And then now you jealous or envious or your feelings hurt. Look at their life versus mine. No, jump in, y'all. And I'm sure uh, the kids swim coach will tell you, don't walk in, dive in that thing. Don't put your feet, then your ankle, then your knees. Then, don't do that. Jump in all the way in. So it's your boy E.T. Sit or swim. And if you're going to sit and watch me swim, don't get jealous. Hey, this ain't my E. I heard it the other day. Somebody said, hustle till your vision board becomes a scrapbook. I said, mm. Mm, I like that. Mm. All right. I like um, that. So, yeah, mm. appreciate that nugget of the day, man. Appreciate y'all for listening, man. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Tell your friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. To tell a we friend. We love you. See you next week. See you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.